Times like these are tough for all of us, and sticking together is more important than ever. One of the ways we can do that is supporting local businesses. So let's take a second to talk about one of Okeechobee's favorite small businesses, Squishy OKC. Squishy provides custom apparel and graphic design work. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, you name it. Their custom artwork is super fun and totes adorbs. Here's an impression of me seeing Squishy OKC stuff for the first time. Oh my gosh, look how cute it is! <clears throat> If this is something you're interested in, follow at SquishyOKC on Instagram. SquishyOKC! Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the Heartlands Entertainment Industries. I'm Brian and I'm joined today by guest... Well, you're not a guest co-host anymore at this point. You're just a co-host. At this point, I feel like I'm pretty a good a You're, good substitute. i'm a permanent substitute co-host yeah <laughs> permanent guest co-host yeah per- permanent guest so just you know eventually yeah. i, I, I always like i'm always fascinated in the movies by like the people who are like it's it's the, the famous actor in the one little part and it's like and christopher walken so that's right. what i'm gonna be for okie show show is like brian gill and <laughs> okie show show and it's nicholas featuring <laughs> featuring nicholas. Yeah. yeah just permanently it's How a, you been, Brian? Man, I've been so great. Me and the chickens are just hanging out, laying eggs and eating eggs. Have they come so home to roost? They, every, every day. They go out, they do their jobs, they pay their taxes, and then they come back to the coop and they're like, where's my food? Aren't the eggs their taxes in a way? You know, it's true. Yeah. You know, if I could just poop out taxes the way they poop out eggs, that'd be that's, great. That's the way to go, man. That's the way to be. <laughs> I have been eating your chicken's eggs, and they are uh, very they're pretty, delicious. They're pretty good. They're pretty, they're pretty good. good. They're pretty good. It's a nice thing about having uh, pets that just poop out breakfast is that you can just shower your friends with with breakfast foods all the time. Yeah, whenever I try to do that with my dog, my friends are just like, hey, no thanks. Yeah, yeah like, they're like... I no, <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. It doesn't really work that way. I was like, it's the same thing. What? Now, Nicholas, today is a special episode because, first of all, it is the final episode of season four. We yeah, made it. We've we survived it. a pandemic. <laughs> we, we overcame the odds. They said they'll never finish that season. That was the number one trending news topic during these last few months. That's right. It was number one on Twitter. Okie okay, show show canceled. Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> and then the comments were not kind and everything. No, no, it was. But we, we, but this episode is like, uh, it's been a long time coming. I feel like we've been, I feel like this has been our white whale of trying to schedule and wrangle these, these it's people. It's been bonkers, man, because the season started off where we were just normal. We were recording in a studio. We had a nice setup. We were mm-hmm. at Tower Theater, and then the world exploded, and now we're all in solitary confinement still. Literally exploded. Yeah. yeah everyone, Whoa. keep Everything. your right away. Yeah. Or that better. But today is also a special episode because uh, as a season finale, we are featuring the band of your beautiful wifey poo. It just goes to show everyone that... To get on the podcast, all you have to do is have a band and then marry one of us. <laughs> it's very simple. 
That's the it's easy, easy, go about it. easy it's process. Only, <laughs> it's only like a seven-year process, and then you will be on this show. You too could be a co-host on a guest co-host on this show. But I am thrilled to finally have uh, everybody this band on because not only. I, do I have to say it because it's my wife's band, but I genuinely love this band. They are fantastic. They are pretty great. So everybody, welcome to the show. I, this is where I wish we had an audience that could like applaud and like we could play play on music and stuff. Everybody, yeah. welcome Stepmom to the Yogi Show Show. <laughs> so we have here Danielle, we have Lindsay, and we have Cheyenne. And Brad. Brad is also on drums. So but- welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. So glad you guys are finally here. Yay. So hey, Stepmom guys. has a full-length album that they're releasing on what day? September 5th. September 5th. I think is what we've nailed down. It has changed many times, and it will change again. Who knows? Um, but right now, I'm, I think we're sticking with September 5th. I love it. Why the delay? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> What a weird year to be releasing an album. I got to say, you guys are, uh, I commend you for freaking soldiering on through all this madness. Yeah, not only, uh, what was it, the Gazette? that named, They were named uh, right in the month of March, I believe. Whenever everything started going down, they were named, uh, the Gazette named them the band of the month. The uh, film and music office named us. Yeah, I think we would know stuff. (laughs) (laughs) We would be able to get the facts right. This is. (laughs) We're gonna throw all this stuff out there with a smile, and then correct it, and it'll be great. This is one thing that this podcast is definitely known for: is our research. Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of inside the actor's studio. We know. We get. yeah, they, right, right as COVID went down, they were, they were, uh, you guys were ascending, named Artist of the Month. It was, you guys had a tour planned, I believed. Yes. The tours canceled tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah. a joke. Um, every little, like, minor hiccup in the planning process for the tour, something comes up. We're like, okay, t- tour's canceled. And <laughs> it started with a blizzard. <laughs> Oh my god. So this has been ongoing for one of these years. It's good that tour is gonna be crazy. (laughs) So yeah, I want to talk to you guys about how you've been dealing with uh the COVID situation just as a band. it's thrown the entire entertainment industry for a loop. Um and everybody's been handling it in different ways. I want to talk about y'all's album. Um, and then I just want to, I want to talk to you guys just about the band in general. So let's start off. I'm sure everyone's ears are burning. <laughs> I have been. How exactly has the pandemic affected you guys as a band? Well, it's definitely slowed us down. Um, as it has every band locally. Um, but I don't think it's prevented us from still being creative. Um, in the downtime We've been planning out music videos and just kind of plotting for the future. Um, And then we did finish up our album during quarantine as well. Um, So yeah, it's, it's been 
it's been a slow, steady pace, but we're still trucking along. Yeah. How was it like recording in the studio? What was the process like for you guys? Did you have to go one on one at a time, everybody wearing masks while you sing vocals? Well, luckily, we're, we're a pretty close-knit friend group, so we feel comfortable being around each other um, without masks because we don't really see a whole lot of other people. At least we don't. <laughs> um, it is kind of like if one of us gets sick, we kind of have like a short list of people to blame of like, dang right. it, Yeah. Yeah. It's like that Mitch Hedberg joke of like, uh, do I know any, I'm, I'm just going to ask my friend, do you know anybody with COVID? <laughs> That's all you need. You know me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, where did you guys record? At 33rd Street Studios in Edmond and Tyler Garcia um, mixed and produced the album. Very nice. And I saw that Kevin Lively mastered the album, which is yes. awesome. Kevin Lively from the previous episode to this episode. Great. If you want to learn all about mastering, that guy's the master of mastering. <laughs> Kevin Lively really is like the, the guy just does amazing stuff. And like, that's the, anytime that his thumbprint is on anything, you know, it's going to sound really, really good. Including a crime scene. Including a crime scene. Everybody's going to be like, it was that guy. It's like whatever this murder was, it sounds good. It sounds phenomenal. <laughs> Crystal clear. So on that note, tell us a little bit about y'all's style. Because is it, it's safe to say you guys are kind of indie pop. How would you describe yourselves? Um, I guess our elevator pitch right now is orchestral dream punk. Uh, it kind of encapsulates all the different uh, sounds we use during our live set. Um, so yeah, there's a variety there for sure. Yeah. And one of my favorite features about you guys is that, uh, Cheyenne here plays the cello, but you guys have no bass. How dare you break the rules? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know though, if you were listening. No. So what's up with that? Cheyenne, talk a little bit about that. Uh, the cello kind of filling in the low end. So the cello is a low end instrument. It's the base of a string quartet, right? So it's not too far away. Um, I used to use an octave pedal that would just take, take my sound just like one octave down and make it really heavy and beefy. But um, I've since changed my setup to a better pickup and using an amp that just really blows out the low end. And so that's my technique. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that you guys, y'all use, um, you have cello, Danielle, you play the violin, like, and yet there's a lot of synth and a lot of like, there, there's that dreamy aspect to it. So how is it that you uh, kind of explain how you guys are using these kind of classical instruments and turning them into like something from mute math. <laughs> it's, it's definitely like a mixture of stringed instruments and orchestral like techniques, but also pedals and um, a synthesizer and, or well, I guess just a keyboard um, with synth sounds and uh, pre-recorded samples. We also have some xylophone on some songs, which you'll hear today on our new single that we just released at the beginning of this month. 
Woo! That so xylophones. We <laughs> all the sounds that we can. That and... classical xylophone sound. So yeah. how did uh, how did that all come about? Come together? Like Lindsay, were you recruiting stringed instrument players, or how how did the band form? Yeah. <laughs> so um, was it 2018, Danielle? It was not the last December. Yeah, 2018. Okay. So I was, uh, I was a part of a, an immersive play at Factory Obscura's Beyond exhibit. Um, and I was a part of a lobby band that performed before the play started. And Danielle filled in for our violin player for a few shows. And I think one one time uh, the the actors weren't ready yet, and they told us just to you know improvise something, keep the music going, and so we kind of just improved on something, and then we all kind of looked at each other like, "Hey, let's just start a band." <laughs> we should take this on the road, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta leave the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I had, I had been cooking up stepmom for a while in my brain, and I had. Uh, like I think one song under my belt and I was like, I, I want to start a band. Um, and so Danielle started meeting with me uh, and then she recommended Cheyenne to join the group. And then it just went from there. Yeah, we started it. with a little battery powered, like synthesizer keyboard that was that big. Yes. Just her guitar. I was like making the melodies on this little. Freaking yes. <laughs> like toy keyboard. Yeah. We've gone through a lot of, keyboards at this point to get to where we are <laughs> you rocked those keyboards to death <laughs> kind of that or that or like the keyboards just keep slowly keep getting larger and larger <laughs> keyboards got like 20 octaves on it adding like tiers and levels to yeah. it have less like buzzing sounds because they're like literal toys yeah. and literal yeah. toys from walmart like I called to to get it repaired because it was having this like electrical issue, and the guy was like, "Well, these retail for like twenty dollars in the '90s, so I can't really help you with anything." So and I'm so, actually going to give you five dollars to take yeah. it off my hands. <laughs> go on now, you go on now. <laughs> yeah, go on, get. How do you guys know each other? Where's that connection come from? Well, um, we both were getting our master's at the same time at OCU. Mm -hmm. And so I was uh, studying violin performance and Cheyenne was studying cello performance. So we met there and then we were a part of a brief band that has had two shows in two years called Ties That Bind, which mm -hmm. is a uh, bluegrass band. And so we, we also we played in uh, a uh, chamber orchestra, um, the Oklahoma Virtuosi. Chamber Orchestra. Right, I almost forgot about Virtuosi. And so yeah, we, I just knew that I enjoyed playing with her and, and uh, we both play classical, yeah. obviously we're classically trained, but we uh, both enjoy playing other styles of music too. So she's kind of my, anytime someone's like, I need a cellist or a bass player, I'm just like, I know someone. <laughs> so she's just been <laughs> my- Awesome. Years now. But you, and when you guys first started, you had to talk with Lindsay about, cause you guys would just sit there when she would be like wanting to start. You'd be like, no, you have to like raise the baton and like start <laughs> directing. Yeah. Yeah. And a one and a two and a three. <laughs> then, and then to round it out, Mr. Bradley 
Morris, Lynn, how how uh, how did you get how did you join? So I'm actually the second drummer that Stepmom has had uh, when they first started playing. Yeah, my Stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The the uh, first drummer, we still have no idea what happened to him. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's a mystery. Still missing. Yeah. <laughs> no, he moved to Vegas, and uh, I was lucky enough to be able That's to. That's what play. they all say. <laughs> <laughs> so he okay. So he moved to to Vegas, and then you filled in on the drums. That's awesome. Good, yeah. And disclaimer, Brad, here is my boyfriend, and we do live together. So ah, and all except not. But uh, Brad and Brad is actually. Uh, crazily talented they all are crazily talented musicians but uh also another another one but uh brad uh, has band bad jokes and also blue morrison or is that still upcoming or yeah yeah so i haven't dropped anything from it yet but plan on uh still kind of navigating how i want to want to go about it uh hopefully i can release something during quarantine just to get it you know snowballing before yeah. normalcy but it, it's just he, they, they put on a uh, near the beginning of quarantine. I think they put on a little special show for Daniel and I. So we had a little drunken house concert. <laughs> it was so special. It was wonderful. It was good, good stuff. I love it. So another aspect of a stepmom show is it's not just a treat for the ears. It's a, tr- it's a feast for the eyes. It's like when you. Get- we are quite. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most romantic setup I've ever heard. <laughs> I go to a show, I'm just wearing a bib and standing in the front row of just, mmm, delish. And I um, have my opera binoculars, even though I'm in the front row. It's, oh, I, no. I, I'm very annoying at shows. <laughs> um, so just uh, kind of walk me through the uh, visual element. Like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> I've always been obsessed with creating an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right away I knew when I started this project, I wanted to have stage props. So like even before our first show, uh, Brad and I and a friend of ours, Duncan, uh, he helped out with props and I had like mapped out, okay, I want like a teen girl bed. I want a crazy lamp with headless Barbies on it. I want a weird uh, VHS TV that displays our logo. Like I had it all planned. Yes. And and I just, I don't know, I really like immersing my audience in not only what my sound is, but kind of just what the overall aesthetic is. and I think that's why I enjoy working at Factory Obscure so much because it's, you know, immersive environments and I'm all about that. Yeah, uh, that's so cool. Speaking of, the vi- speaking of the videotape, I know there's a little bit of a story behind what's on that, what's on the tape. No. So for the most part, whenever the show goes on, there's a, they have a TV and the stepmom logo comes on and, it, and it's like a kind of retro style and it's great and everything. It's very fun, but there's something else on the tape, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we were unaware of it being on the tape until we played a show, and somebody informed us that uh, yeah, there was something there after. Yeah, <laughs> you guys can't see it; it's just facing out to the audience. So what? Well, they, they had picked up a uh, a tape, like a cassette tape from one of those like boxes that have free cassette. Yeah, it was just a random yeah. VHS. VHS and chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like this PETA benefit concert. 
thing. There was like, I mean, it started out with just like Morrissey and The Cure and and a lot of like 1980s goth bands. And then it also had this like really graphic footage of like animal testing. <laughs> Damn, this band is freaking metal. Stepmom <laughs> <laughs> show takes a turn in about. <laughs> we can't get caught eating meat ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sure the environment thanks you and your gruesome video. <laughs> we fixed that, so. I mean, hey, man, it could be a whole lot worse. You could have taped over something uh, completely different. Yeah. Man, this show is rocking, and then, whoa. <laughs> Did we tell them? I don't know, man. That's just I like mean, There's not a whole lot more shocking than dead puppies, so. Yeah. Well, that's true. And they, I just, yeah. I just went away. Ah, oh, car. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to tell us something. Yeah. Yeah. They're really, they're getting really political at the end. <laughs> so, Lindsay, you mentioned Factory Obscura. You guys did a show with them last year. Last year, right? I don't know what time it is last anymore. Summer. Last okay. summer. Last uh, summer. That was in partner. I'm, I'm trying to be so factually correct now like you guys were in partnership with them well and Cheyenne hadn't even Cheyenne had you even joined stepmom at that point I think that was your first no this was my first show okay cool so can you kind of talk about uh that show a little bit then March of the Sun King right March of the Sun King yeah um so that was kind of the brainchild of my previous bands um called the So Help Me's and my bandmate, John Wilkerson, uh, and I really wanted to do something immersive with Factory Obscura. Uh, and so we came up with the concept of uh, this kind of pagan commune uh, looking for the one true sun king. And so we were going to kind of do our own take on Beatles Abbey Road songs, since it's our favorite Beatles album. Uh, and so I kind of just put out the call to all the cool musicians I knew, uh, locally to be a part of this project. And it was really, really huge. We had actors, we had dancers, we had aerialists, uh, and it was, a how, how many months did we rehearse for that? Oh man, I think a solid three months, like a quarter like of three a or year. Four, yeah. Um, for the summer solstice. Mm -hmm. yeah, nice. It was for Factory Obscura's summer solstice uh, celebration. And yeah, it included like choir rehearsals. We, I mean, it was intense, but That's awesome. a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that was just a good show. It was, uh, again, the visual element was just fantastic. We like, had giant puppets. Giant puppets coming out. And again, just the, the aerial dancers spinning on hula hoops from the ceiling it was wow again mwah, feast <laughs> i i love the visual aspect of of what you guys are doing and i'm how exactly like with um i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of take us back to the COVID situation right now because since that's such a such a part of y'all's shows how are you able to kind of adapt are you able to adapt that into into anything that you're doing right now or that you have planned for the immediate future? Yeah, um, we've only 
performed once so far during the shutdown, mm-hmm. and that was for Factory Obscura's live at mixtape. And uh, we definitely, I mean, we set up a pink backdrop with like sparkly stuff hanging down. Um, so we, you know, kept within our aesthetic. And we're also planning a studio session at 33rd Street uh, with Tyler and Nathan Poppy is going to be filming it. Nice. Um, and I do plan on decking out his studio with all of our props. So definitely we're still incorporating our visual. Yeah. Oh, he's about to get a lot of dead Barbies or headless Barbies. <laughs> dead Barbies. Right. Yes. I guess headless equals dead. <laughs> yeah. Or, and Man. also maybe a stop motion video as well. Ooh. Yeah. We have uh, two music videos actually in the works. One that we're going to be filming pretty soon here. And then the other one, the concepts ready and we'll be working on that pretty soon as well. So that's so cool. We're still working. It it doesn't look like it used to. Um, I really miss playing, you know, at the Opolis or Speakeasy. But um, you know, we're making it work. We had a couple shows booked over these next couple months, and they've all been canceled. So yeah, we definitely miss that. It's it's. Uh... It's it is what it is, unfortunately, with the live shows, just live entertainment kind of across the board. I love uh, I love seeing how everybody's been adapting to everything, though, like in the it, like the focus on music videos and stuff is just thank God we live in a time where we can we can do this kind of thing. Can you imagine if this craziness happened back in the 90s? Can you imagine being the Pixies right now? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Well, I guess they don't exist anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want to uh, I want to give the audience a taste, just a quick taste of y'all's music. You have uh, three new singles that are out available on Spotify right now. So we're gonna listen to party people. <laughs> Set this up for us because uh, this has got such a, there's such an Isley-esque sound to this. I don't know if any of my musical band references are applying. I feel like I'm aging myself. But set this, set this song up. What's the story behind Party People? Oh, gosh. It's just a spooky song. Uh, yeah. I don't, it's just about uh, kind of a previous relationship I had just kind of being fed up with that situation. Um, and yeah, I, I really like how this one turned out. And this is also the song that we're working on a music video, the stop motion. Ooh. Yeah. And this was the single that was released during quarantine. It has a lot of, uh, isolation, like <laughs> themes to it. And that was, like completely before all of this, but it ended up ah. a little more timely than yeah. you would have realized. So you're saying that you guys caused COVID so you can get this relevant. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks That's for that. Okay, worth it. The real <laughs> <laughs> All right, so take, let's take a listen to Party People by Stepmom. Am I
You all know me. You know how I earn a living. I'll insure this bird for you, but it ain't gonna be easy. It's tough production. It's not like going down to the film school and having Mum and Aunt Gilly supplying the catering. The show? Swallow your hole. No sinking or tinderizing. Down you go. Shoot it quick. It's not gonna be pleasant. Now, Altgate is a commercial insurance broker with film and entertainment expertise headquartered in Oklahoma. It means you get the Oklahoma film rebate and local people available anytime you need them. Think about this director. He's got black eyes like doll's eyes. His last show, 100 Men started production. Only 23 came out. Meal penalties took the rest. Altgate Insurance. Our website's at oklahoma-film.com. They place annual policies for producers of all types. Post-production E&O, specific film project policies for budgets of all sizes. And they work with musicians too. Place an insurance for gigs and events of all types. No matter what's your budget, whether it's five grand or 15 million. Outgate Insurance can toss you a lifeline. And they can also find you coverage for post-production errors and omissions. You're gonna need it in order to get your film distributed. I'll cover pre-pro, production, post, the whole damn thing. Call out Gate at 918-574-455 for your movie's production insurance. That's 918-574-4555, Chief. Uh, thank you, Mr. Quint. Well... Take it under advisement. I'll never wear a life jacket again. All right, that was Party People by Stepmom. And we're back with Stepmom. We have Lindsay, we have Cheyenne, we have Danielle, and then there's Nick taking up space as well. And we have Brad over there. And Brad. Who's going to keep who's gonna <laughs> the trio? The trio and then Brad. <laughs> and a dog's butt. That's a cat's cat. butt. And a cat's <laughs> butt. You know what? I am staying on brand today. <laughs> Brian His name is Colonel Cuddles, by the way. His yeah. name is Colonel Cuddles? Yeah. yeah. Anytime an animal has a rank, it's the best. I have a basset hound named Colonel Rumpus. Mm-hmm. They probably serve in the same branch. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> Space Force. Other cat, Turtle Cuddles. Turtle puddles and Colonel cuddles. Turtle puddles. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> the best. That is what? the best. Did they come together or who came first? Was they're, it Colonel? They're sisters. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Come on, Nick. Hey, hey. Question now. I, I am no longer like just gonna toss out a wrong fact. I'm just asking questions. All <laughs> oh goodness. So, so then, uh, you said. Uh, uh, stepmom was kind of when you when you met Danielle. That stepmom was kind of rattling around in your head. What did you picture for that? Like, where did the name stepmom come from? I've, I've seen it. I think it's lowercase on Spotify, isn't it? And is that intentional? Um, or? It's intentional. I'm okay. just trying to go against the grain, you know. Clever girl. I guess the name it just kind of popped into my head one day. Um, and my songs tend to be a little angsty. So what's more angsty than your relationship with your stepmom, you know, um, when you're a teen, uh, but I mean, I have a great relationship with my stepmom. Uh, hi Tess. Uh, 
<laughs> Everything's good there. <laughs> no, no angst, no angst. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I love it. Did you have the sound in mind and everything, or did that kind of just come about after Danielle, Cheyenne, and Brad joined in? And- um, I think I, I kind of knew where I wanted it to go, but I think the band really took it over the edge and made it even even better than I could have expected. Fantastic. Uh, so talk about a little bit about the song writing process. Where do those, yeah, where do those uh, nuggets come from? Yeah, um, a lot of the songs started at my old apartment, just me alone, um, fiddling on my guitar. Um, and then I usually bring the song to the band and they fill in with their own parts um except for the song we wrote for uh mixtape volume one which is uh a collaborative mixtape that factory obscura did um and we wrote that song um together at like actually sitting inside of one of the rooms in factory obscura that the song was inspired by so that was uh, a new fun songwriting process for us. What mood did you guys get again? We got melancholy. Melancholy. Did you pick that one or was it assigned? I, I picked it. Yeah. <laughs> I was writing a lot of sad girl songs at the time, so I thought it fit. But uh, as as we went on, our songs got angstier, and I was like, man, like I wish I got the angst room. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, uh, Bad Jokes is actually on that album as well. And uh, the uh, video that comes with that is uh, Brad in a big old heart tunnel. And it is yeah. tremendous. He's got an awesome shimmy in there. He does. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whenever you guys are like moving forward, I feel like I keep saying that, moving forward, because time is now split pre-COVID, post-COVID. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, what's that sound, or what's that, that songwriting process going to be like? Hmm. Well, I guess you guys are still, you, you guys are still able to kind of get together and, and jam and stuff. So. Yeah. There's, there's two new songs um, in the works right now that I haven't fully, I mean, I've recorded one of them and sent it to the band, um, but we haven't really dug into it yet but there's two on the back burner right now um and yeah i i, I think we're just gonna go ahead and start with album two and get that it. going yeah that's awesome and like we mentioned earlier like these are my best friends so i mm. mean we we hang out and um you know during COVID, it's like don't hang out with a ton of people and so these yeah. are like we all decided this was our group. There, there is a herd immunity amongst stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> we we get together pretty often. They helped us move, and and you know. so um, again, I can't wait. I just can't wait for like the documentary eventually to come out about stepmom, and then I get to just like be the old guy with the cigarette, like yeah, they helped me move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there I was. There I was. Speaking of the move, your guys' fridge hasn't exploded yet, has it? 
No, it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic, and that, and that's the and that's the so far that's the only outlet that's been switched out. So thank you, Brad, for your tremendous electrical skills. It's it would have exploded if not. And the, yeah, I actually had Brad and Brian like kind of helping out. Um, that's right. It was a team effort. I am the honorary fifth member. Of <laughs> Except I just I just help with moving. Over. Yeah. Yeah. It really lets you know who your real friends are because this move, and then Brian showed up after we brought in the last thing. I'm right. Yeah. All right. Here after all the heavy lifting was done, I was like, "Now's my time to shine." Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody, I'm here. Let me screw in this shelf. <laughs> and done. Done. I've done it. <laughs> um, so- What's touring gonna look like for you guys in the future? Are you guys? Like, let's pretend, let's have a perfect world scenario where there's a vaccine that has come out. People have been willing to take it for the love of God. Robert, <laughs> and that everything's been eradicated and bands are back on the road. Where are you going to, what's the plan? Yeah. Um, well, I think we've been wanting to hit Arkansas because um, Cheyenne has family and friends up there, um, we want to go through. Want to go through Tennessee, like go through Nashville. Um, want to go up to North Carolina. My half sister lives out there in Asheville. Um, St. Louis. St. Louis City Museum. We want to go to City Museum. That was on one of our stops for the tour we had planned in March. That got canceled. Um, which breaks my heart because I really want to take this group to City Museum. It is crazy. Have any, has anybody been before? Negative. It is. It's kind of like Meow Wolf, but um, a little less psychedelic, but it's still crazy. There's like hidden caves. There's like a circus randomly in the middle of it. There's uh, a Ferris wheel on the rooftop. There's slides that connect like the 10th story to the bottom story like it's crazy um so it's like a playground for adults that i want to i want to go there you want to go to there (laughs) (laughs) cancel our tour like our tour was planned where we left on thursday and we canceled on monday because it was the week after everything shut down it was it march 18th gosh yeah, it was, it was like the, cause I think things started closing down March 13th or so. Mm-hmm. It was the next weekend that we were going on tour and it was just so sad. <laughs> oh, so sad. Lindsay, your, your dog is taking up most of the <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, we have a, a very fuzzy white kitty. Stealing <laughs> the show. Oh my goodness. It's my twin. Pull one eyed Jack. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be great if like they, if Brian and the cat looked at each other, and all of a sudden like they just kind of like both. <laughs> <laughs> they traded bodies. My, my people. <laughs> so how many have you got? You guys had toured before, correct? Yeah. Describe that tour. How was how was that? It was cramps. <laughs> <laughs> But it was good. We took my little, my uh, Dodge Grand Caravan uh, minivan. Mm-hmm. We took it out to Denver. Um, but you had four tour purposes, right? To tour around? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it for tour. Nice. Um, but I 
underestimated how much space we'd have with a, a full cello and a drum kit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you guys didn't have a trailer or anything. You just, everything was in the van. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, I was like, we're bringing all of our props. Yeah. So there's like a oh, man. that like stretched the whole length of the car that kept like hitting people in the head. Like, yeah. Brad was strapped on top. By making oh, yeah. Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> and we were making uh, merch on the on the road. We were making our we have some yeah. special bracelets that we oh. have for sale and some stickers and so we were making our little merch and the drive to Denver was terrifying because <laughs> there was a blizzard, as we mentioned. And then so we were in the back like feverishly making these little uh, friendship bracelets. Uh, and then there was snow and ice everywhere. Oh <laughs> tour was canceled. We started joking about <laughs> the tour. And so every time yeah. anything happened, like we took a wrong turn or they didn't have guacamole at Chipotle. Tours canceled. The tours canceled tour. Yeah, and then we actually for real canceled tour. Yeah. Was- oh, man. At least we could laugh about it. Yeah. Because- yeah. <laughs> because, uh, I just picture like soon desperate times are going to like, rather than touring, there's just going to be like a screen on the stage. And rather than an actual physical audience, it's just going to be like avatars, like everybody's face on an iPad facing the screen. I mean, in Vegas, they have a whole Michael Jackson hologram. I mean, pretty soon. Can you guys get on the hologram? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for real, guys. Well, like, the future is now. Yeah. NBA has, you know, the basketball players and then. Oh, the, yeah. The, so, yeah. They, so, it's not that he's willing to pay us to become holograms. There you go. There you go. So, we went to Denver. It was really awesome. The The environment there was just so wonderful and we got to share the stage with some really awesome bands and we were so inspired and then we went to uh lincoln nebraska and played a a house show there and that was also just super fun very different from denver i will say very different (laughs) it's not for everyone (laughs) that's the state motto judgmental that is (laughs) wait that is their state motto. That's Nebraska state motto. It's not, not for everyone. Honestly, it's not for everyone. Yeah. No, I mean, that's got to be like they were trying. They were coming up with slogans. And they probably had a few on the whiteboard, and it was just quiet for about a minute. And then yeah. That looks good. You know, it's better than Mississippi's motto. Go on, get. <laughs> All right, man. Go on, get out. Go on, get. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright so the album is coming out September 5th uh, is there a specific place that people can find the album online uh, yeah you could go to our website uh, stepmomband.com or you could go to our Facebook or Instagram I'm sure we'll have links up there as well and not to be confused with the other imposter stepmom, there is another stepmom with a capital S. Feeding uh, yeah. bastards. I was just about to point that out. And yeah. If you see a photo of a lady who looks like she's twerking wearing a thong, it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's Lindsay's side project. Right. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't uh, think the side project out that that well. Like, I've got a great idea. It's gonna be the same name. It's gonna be a capital S. No one will be none the wiser. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I am super excited uh, for the album. I love y'all's sound. I can't wait to actually get to see you guys live. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. We're speaking that into the universe. We're mm-hmm. gonna see a stepmom live show at Factory Obscura on September sixth. There we go. Yeah. I'm just, you know what? If you speak it, it'll come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fish. It's booked. <laughs> Disclaimer for the listeners: that show doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't show up to factories. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I thought there was going to be a show. I heard this podcast. <laughs> Where's Step Up? Yeah. No one's twerking. Oh my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> before we let you all go, do you have any tips for the, the up and coming musician who, you know, maybe they're disheartened by all this stuff going on right now? What, what kind of what advice would you give them? Just keep going. Um, if I mean, just put your music out into the world. Just do it. You know. Yeah, this is the time to start creating and and making rather than putting yourself out there. Just like doing work and producing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't feel bad if you're if you. Um, aren't getting those creative juices flowing yet. Just take time for yourself and inspiration will come. We, I mean, we took a couple months to just kind of adjust. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of changes going on. So if it's hard for you, like that's okay. It's hard for everyone and just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And if you're taking care of yourself, then you can open up those doors to be creative. But Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to be a lot harder. So. Yeah. It felt like the last few months really were kind of a stall or like just some kind of mental block with everything. But is everyone, is everyone kind of starting to get back into a flow a little bit? Yeah. 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 Nice to meet up again, getting ready for the show. We've been getting together and making sure our sound is good and all that. So, um, yeah, it's been nice to come back to it with after having gotten a rest. It feels a lot more fresh and like I feel like just my abilities or my you know, my technique and stuff like that's gotten a uh, sorry, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, you've been able to, to you've been able to work on yourself. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't push your don't push yourself. Like just listen to your body and, and take the rest that you need and the creativity will come. But also just know that just because things are shut down, you can still be productive and you can still be creative and you can, you still have something to say. So say it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love you guys. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. So now we are going to, we're going to bid Stepmom do, but we are going to uh, have them play us out with the song mm-hmm. Vampires. So set up this, this last tune for us. Oh, what yeah. are we about to listen to? This is a very angsty, uh, fun song. It used to be a pattern, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Evan Jarvik says, it's feisty. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So uh, get ready. Get ready for that. <laughs> Buckle up for feistiness. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you to all the listeners for for hanging in there with us through all this craziness going on in the world and uh, and coming to us for entertainment and your entertainment uh, informational needs and all that jazz. We love you all, all the listeners. We are going to have a little bonus episode after this to to really wrap up the full season. But consider this the last official episode of season four. I'm so happy that we got to to end it on this note of having y'all come on the show. This is such a I I love local bands and what they're doing. I love that you that no one has given up through all this craziness. It feels like we finally got our white whale. You know, mm-hmm. like you guys are our Moby Dick. We were trying to track you down. I couldn't. That's right. Even though Danielle was right here. <laughs> Okie Show Show finally got our Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. So, this is it. Vampires by Step On.
The Oki Show Show is a mostly harmless media podcast recorded at Tower Studios in Oklahoma City. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If you're a business or industry professional that would like to advertise on the podcast, email info at okishowshow.com. Rates starting as low as $25.